What's up, everyone? We're back, and it's time for another episode of Logan's Lowdown. I hope everybody had a very swell Christmas, New Year's, Hanukkah, whatever it is you celebrate. I hope you had a nice holiday break. I took a break myself. I took a week off mainly because no one's watching anything over the week of Christmas. I mean, you are, you might be, but no one's really doing a lot of podcast listening. It's always a really, really low week for numbers. Believe it or not, even though people are traveling, you'd think that it'd be a really high week. It's actually the opposite. It's also, um, you know, there's not a lot of content that drops over Christmas because they know that people are with families and, and such. So the streaming services never go above and beyond to drop some crazy movie or series over the week of Christmas and New Year's. So um, this is episode 307 of Logan's Lowdown. I'm your host, of course, Logan. And it's really good to be back. I'm, I'm good to be back behind the mic. A couple of things before we really get going. Number one, follow the show on Instagram at Logan's Lowdown. The second thing is, if you like what you hear, please send this podcast to one friend or family member uh, that you think needs a little more Logan in their life. Uh, if you prefer short-term video content where I rake and review movies, TV, video games, and more, hop on over to my TikTok channel, which is also at Logan's Lowdown. Give it a follow. Watch a couple videos. Comment. I, I reply to all comments, so uh, or, or I'll at least like it, but I try to respond. Uh, if you're new here to Logan's Lowdown, let me tell you how the show works. Most of the content will be a weekly every Monday. I know I'm coming to you a little late today, uh, but that's because I uh, played golf this morning and it was the new year, so uh, sue me. Uh, most of the content here is the weekly entertainment update, uh, and that comes out every Monday usually. I know it's... Uh, little late, but they usually come out every Monday at 5 a.m. And the way that those shows work is we do a couple uh, subtopics of news or conversation followed by a few main topics, usually a review, a trailer breakdown, a ranked list of some kind. There will be other content forms on this feed like my newsletter reading uh, and maybe some other stuff here and there. We'll see what 2023 brings us. Uh, All of those things will come to fruition on this feed. You won't need to go and subscribe somewhere else on a different podcast. It it will all get uploaded here, which is super convenient. And that's what Logan's Lowdown is all about. Convenience. So without further ado, let's get rocking. We have uh, my review. Quick review quick review. I don't, I can't really say much about this show without doing going to spoilers. And I don't want to do that because it is still pretty fresh. Got me a A&W root beer here. Jack Ryan season three storyline here is Jack embarks on a mission to confirm the intelligence uh, on a certain something, but things quickly go awry and he is wrongly implicated implicated in a larger conspiracy. Jack Ryan was eight episodes at about 45 minutes a piece. It is only available on prime video and it's created for TV by Carlton Cuse and Graham Rowland starring John Krasinski as Jack Ryan, Wendell Pierce as James Greer, Michael Kelly as Mike November, Nina Haas as Elena Kovac, Peter Guinness as Peter and more. 
I landed at an 82 out of 100 on this season, and I enjoyed Jack Ryan. I always do. It's a very easy show to watch. However, the reason that it scored a little lower this time around for me is because of the fact that there was a lot going on. There was a really deep, complex plot here. I mean, if you want to look at it from the surface level, here's here's the real plot here. No spoilers, of course. I'm going to be as simple as I can. Russia has a nuke that they're trying to drop. And it's up to Jack Ryan and his other CIA buddies and and whatnot to stop them. And things go left, things go right. And uh, as the very vague plot suggests, uh, uh, things go wrong for Jack. He's wrongfully accused of something. I, again, I won't go deep into what the spoilers are, but that something follows him the whole rest of the season. And he has to fight both that and the Russians and prove to uh, the Americans that the uh, Russians are as bad as they say they are. And there's a lot of following falling dominoes here. There's a lot of politics here, a lot of Czech Republic, lots of uh, lots of a a lot. And uh, it it overwhelmed me a little bit. Um, you know, in previous seasons, Jack has just had to like chase some operative or, or hijack something or rescue someone from something. But this one was a little more espionage, very thriller esque, um, awesome action, really great action. Uh, the whole cast performs pretty well. I do enjoy all the supporting characters here, which is honestly a plus. A lot of these shows, you really care about the main guy, but like, I honestly really care about. Uh, the James Greer character and the Mike November character as well. Um, and I really grew to like uh, Nina Haas as Elena Kovac. She played the president of, um, I want to say it was Prague or the Czech Republic. I think it's the Czech Republic. Uh, so all in all, good stuff. There's just a little too complex of a plot for me. It really kind of, uh, in my opinion, it really just kind of, bogged the series down a little bit. It felt like there maybe could have been a couple more episodes to resolve some things. But other than that, I enjoyed myself with Jack Ryan. If you've enjoyed the other Jack Ryan seasons, then you're going to love this. It's, it's going to be cake. You're you're, it's going to be, you know, just uh, let me know what you think about the plot. I, I didn't enjoy the fact that it, uh, it was as much as it was. So Yeah, that's my review, quick review of uh, Jack Ryan season three. And the next review we've got going on here is uh, the sequel to one of my favorite whodunits ever. And that is Glass Onion, the sequel to Knives Out. Storyline here, famed Southern detective Buenoy Blanc travels to Greece for his latest case. And that's his easy as I can do it because just like Jack Ryan, I can't say much here without spoiling things. Um, but I can tell you that this movie was limited, uh, was released limited. Let's try this again. It, this film came out on Netflix and it also had a limited theatrical release. How's that? Uh, directed by Ryan Johnson. And of course it stars Daniel Craig as Benoit, Benoit Blanc. I think that's how you say it. Benoit Blanc. Uh, Dave Batista as Duke Cody, Edward Norton as Miles Braun, Janelle Monet as Andy, Andy Brand, Catherine Hahn as Claire DeBella, Madeline Klein as Whiskey, and much, much, much more. Um, and I landed around an 84 out of 100, a B on this one. So, yeah, I mean, I, I really, 
I really enjoyed myself watching Glass Onion, but nowhere to the to the level of enjoyment that I got out of watching Knives Out. I mean, Knives Out is like peak whodunit mystery twists and turns, and there and that does happen in Glass Onion. However, there's just not enough of it. Or I don't know, maybe I expected too much because I enjoyed Knives Out so much. So, of course, naturally, I'm going into Glass Onion, like really, really looking at looking at this and, and really dissecting it. But it just kind of fell a little fl- flat for me. Again, it's not a bad movie. I gave it a B minus. So it's not like I'm saying that this is bad and you're not going to enjoy it because I think if you like whodunits, you're going to love it. If you like Knives Out, you're going to love it. But um, I didn't love it. I just liked it. And uh, that's unfortunate because everybody involved here. I mean, Ryan Johnson directs these fantastically. Uh, he should have never touched Star Wars and just stuck with these, if I'm being honest. Um, of course, Daniel Craig kills it in his title role. I really love his character. Um, so simple, but also so complex at the same time. I'm really excited to see him play this character for years to come. Hopefully, Hopefully he plays them for years to come. Hopefully they just keep pumping these out because while I do think the sequel was okay, I really do like the character and really want to see, you know, different cast members thrown into stuff like this. So I'm really excited to see where they take it. A huge standout for me is Edward Norton. He acts his ass off here. I really thought he delivered a pretty good performance. Um, as well as Dave Batista, I mean Dave Batista is, is is fun. You know, he's he's a good time. Uh, he he doesn't take himself too seriously, and his character in this movie doesn't do that either. Um, Catherine Hahn was here, but she didn't feel really feel here. Janelle Monet had a fantastic performance as well. She's a standout. Um, but the other cast members, uh, Leslie Odom Jr. was here, uh, and and a handful of others. And I feel like they were just wasted. I feel like they didn't need to be here. Their, their characters meant nothing to the plot. It meant nothing to the story. You could have yanked them out. Honestly, if you could have kept everybody that I listed off there at the beginning, uh, the Edward Norton, Janelle Monet, Catherine Hahn, and nothing would have been different. Uh, it was just a painfully uh, mid experience. They just kind of, they just kind of didn't do shit with the other characters, which was kind of a bummer. But um, you know, that's that's just the way the cookie crumbles, unfortunately. Uh, not everybody can be a star, uh, but that's just the way it works. I mean, uh, those other people are stars. They, they just can't be the center point of the movie. And um, unfortunately, they weren't. Uh, so that kind of took it away, whereas I think everybody in the original Knives Out uh, kind of had their place and their role, whereas this one was just kind of, eh, let's throw a bunch of uh, characters in a thing and see what happens. Um so that's kind of my review for uh, Glass Onion. Kind of uh, good, yet still not good enough in my eyes. I mean, I enjoyed it, but it's definitely not on my top 10 movies of the year where I thought it was going to be. Um, so that's a bummer. A lot of movies I thought were going to be in my top 10 uh, did not make it, which um, we'll get to here, actually, because um, the rest of this episode is going to be just me dishing out three lists. Uh, first up is going to be the top 10 worst movies of the year, followed by the top 10 favorite movies of the year and my top 10 favorite TV shows of the year to end us out today. So without further ado, let's just get right into it. So top 10 worst movies of the year. Now I do need to note something. I write about this in the newsletter. So if this is redundant information, I apologize. However, 
the way that I did this is the worst movies of the year. I did it by score um, and how much I hated them. That was easy to make my top 10 favorite movies and TV shows. Both of those lists are done purely off of my enjoyment. For example, they're uh, both movies. I knew, I know you knew that both of these would be on my list, but for example, top gun and Batman, whichever order I have them in uh, is not the order that I think um, like I, I enjoyed one of them at the theater way more than the other, but the other one still got, the higher credit because I enjoyed the movie more uh, if that makes sense. And I did the same thing with the TV shows. So let's go ahead and just get right into it. My top 10 worst movies of the year or most disappointing, whichever way you want to look at it. Um, but either way, number 10, we've got Halloween kills. Number nine, we've got Pinocchio and this is the live action Disney remake. Number eight, we got DC League of Super Pets. Number f- seven, we got Wendell and Wild. Number six, we got Strange World. Number five, we got Cheaper by the Dozen. Number four, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Number three, the Netflix reboot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Number two, Blonde. And number one, my number one most hated movie of the year was the Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. What a catastrophe. What a damn shame that Disney bought Fox. Well, I mean, that's not a bad thing, but they, in doing so, they crushed Blue Sky Studios, the animation studio behind this, killed their entire uh, studio, and then they decided to make an Ice Age movie of their own, and it just was garbage. So I'm sure you guys remember me reviewing the movie way back when at the beginning of the year, because I believe it came out in January. And I remember watching the movie and thinking, this is going to be the worst movie of the year. This movie is trash. Like I remember thinking like it can't get much worse than this. And it didn't. It won. Congratulations, Disney. You fucked Ice Age. A lot of movies on here. I did not think were going to be on here. I did not think that Halloween ends was going to make my top 10 favorite I didn't think like Strange World was, but I always thought that they were going to be decent. Cheaper by the Dozen is bullshit, man. Last year, Disney ruined Home Alone, and this year they ruined Cheaper by the Dozen. So fuck me. Um, if they make sequels to either one of those, I am not watching them. So that yeah, that's kind of my, my, my top 10 worst movies of the year. What a damn shame. What a damn shame. So next up, we've got... My uh, favorite movies of the year. So let's get right into those. Uh, Again, this is based off of pure enjoyment. So at number 10, we have Prey. Number nine, we have Don't Worry Darling. Number eight, Uncharted. Number seven, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Number six, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Number five, Lightyear, number four, Avatar, The Way of Water, number three, number three, two, and one have been in my top three since like midway through the year, number three, nope, number two, Top Gun Maverick, and number one, The Batman, perfect, a few examples of my uh, reasoning here, I enjoyed uh, The Batman more than Top Gun Maverick, but I believe Top Gun Maverick is 
the higher reviewed movie for me. Actually, I don't know. Actually, I have to go back and look. But for example, like um, Black Panther and Doctor Strange. I have Black Panther rated higher than Doctor Strange, but I enjoyed Doctor Strange more. There was more for me to enjoy in Doctor Strange's sequel than Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Um, I never really saw it coming that Prey, Don't Worry Darling, and Uncharted would make my top 10, Um, especially Prey. Prey was a complete surprise for me this year. Um, I love it. I, I really enjoyed it, um, but I never thought it would make my top 10. But when it came back to going and looking at all the movies I'd watched this year, I was like, holy shit, Prey is going to make the list. I will say that Marvel's Werewolf by Night, uh, I really wanted to throw in here as the movie, as a movie, but it was really just an hour special and I didn't feel fair um, because if that would have been there, it would have been in the top five. I don't know where it probably would have pushed out Lightyear. Um, Honestly, yeah, it probably would have pushed out Lightyear and honestly pushed out Prey, but it's a special. I didn't really include it as a movie, so that is the reasoning there. So let's go ahead and finish her out by just doing my top 10 favorite TV shows of the year. Uh, Again, same thing as before, pure enjoyment here. So here we go. Number 10, Peacemaker Season 1. Number nine, Reacher season one. Number eight, We Crashed, limited series. Number seven, Wednesday season one. Number six, The Patient, limited series. Number five, The Watcher, limited series. Number four, Blackbird, limited series. Number three, House of the Dragon season one. Number two, Dahmer, limited series. And number one, favorite TV show of the year, and possibly my favorite piece of content, period, in 2022, was The White Lotus Season 2. I absolutely enjoyed it. I spent 45 minutes recapping it with my friend Maggie a few episodes back if you want to watch that, or I'm sorry, listen to that, but holy hell, I also wanted to make a point. Um, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine Nine of my entries this year were new series, not old series continuing. The White Lotus is the only show that carried over from a previous year that made this list. Isn't that crazy? Let me look at the movies again. The Batman is new. Top Gun is a sequel. The Nope is new. Or (laughs) The Nope. Nope is new. Avatar is a sequel. Lightyear is kind of new. Doctor Strange, Black Panther are sequels. And then Uncharted, Don't Worry, Darling, and Prey are all new. Uh, Prey, I guess you could call it sequel, prequel, whatever. But it's really funny on how like things that are new kind of take precedence in our brains over old stuff. Because, damn, bro, I, I really enjoyed all these shows, but The White Lotus just killed it. But I can't believe that only... Wow, only one show that carried over from a previous year. That's, that's really something. That's really something. But that's all my favorites and worsts of the year. Next week, I'm going to do my top 10 most anticipated movies of the year, as well as I'm going to sprinkle in some shows that I know that are coming this year and some video games. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to do that list. I always love looking forward to what's next. Um, Yeah, so that's really pretty much it this week, man. 
nice in and out episode, but uh, I needed to get back and review Glass Onion, Jack Ryan, and give you my thoughts of the year. It was a pretty damn good year for movies, but man, was it a movie for, or was it a year for television? I think television heavily outranked uh, the movies this year uh, without a shadow of a doubt. So really enjoyed myself there. So that wraps it up for this week's episode. If you have thoughts on this week's topics, please feel free to follow the show on social media and start that conversation. Follow us on Instagram at Logan's lowdown and me personally at Logan Lewis 96. If you have any desire and you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do so at Logan's lowdown. Uh, and like I said at the beginning, if you like short form video content, you can follow my channel on TikTok at Logan's lowdown. If you like written content, I write a bi-weekly newsletter entitled, you guessed it, Logan's Lowdown, where I write about all things me. I talk about my personal life, give full, full movie reviews, streaming recommendations, what I've been binging lately, comics, Catherine's Corner, best meals, rankings, and more. Go check it out for free. That's the best part. It's freaking free, man. Go to loganlewis.substack.com and subscribe. The newsletter will deliver to you every other Wednesday at 12.30 Eastern Standard Time PM, right around lunchtime, every other week. If you like this content that I put out and you want more, there's always more. I do another weekly podcast with my two very good friends, Jordan and Matthew, which is called Guys on Tap. We discuss anything and everything while having a cold drink, and it's a ton of fun. That show is available anywhere you listen to this podcast as well, Spotify, Apple, and YouTube. We have full video episodes on YouTube. Uh, you can listen to that podcast as well. Their handles for Instagram and TikTok are also at Guys on Tap. And last, lastly, like I said at the beginning, if you could share this podcast with one TV and movie loving person just like yourself, that would be amazing. Thank you so much, everybody. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Hope everyone is fantastic. Thanks so much. Bye.